This is the Pick It Up Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 15 of the Pick It Up Podcast. It's Matt, and I'm here with Wesley. You want to say something? Happy to be here. Happy to be here. All right. I'm going to let them hear you're already red. You could tell... Well, I wasn't expecting the Wesley at the beginning. So. Oh, that threw you off? Yeah. I mean, that is what your birth certificate says, right? It is. I think it's what your paycheck says, Molly too. calls me Westifer, so some people... I like that. that. Uh-huh. What's the T stand for? Thomas. Thomas. Wesley Thomas. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's Westifer is good, though. Westifer is good, yeah. With, uh... Do you know Craig? Yeah. Somehow, he's been... I've For years now, I've randomly called him Craigery. Craigery. Like Gregory. Yep. yep. I used to tell people my middle name was Ann... So, like, Wesley Ann, like the church. Okay. People would believe me, though. I'd just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're glad you're here, too, to what we just decided off off the microphone was the, the conclusion of season one. The finale. Episode 15, the finale. Because um, for some reason, they make us put in that information when we're uploading. You better tell the listeners there's a season two or else they think this is the finale. There is finale. absolutely going to be a season two. Just in case I haven't said it enough in almost every single episode, I love that we're doing this and it's been a blast. So we're not slowing down anytime soon, especially because people keep listening. That was maybe the most surprising part of it. But let's get to it. So the whole point is of this is to just get to know your coach a little better. Um, but we are going to start with our burning questions or icebreaker, our burning ice questions. I like like that. Uh, Yeah, you said it changes every week. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Burning fire hot seat questions. Y- yes. The hot seat. There we go. Hot seat. Man, we should have had you naming bits of this for a while. <laughs> All right. A favorite of mine. If you could have any superhuman power, what would it be? You just got to say it. What is be it? Be invisible. Okay. But I don't even know why. It's just what came to my mind when it came to superhero. I also, it, you know, this is behind the scenes stuff. You sent me questions. And this is not one of the questions. I know. For some reason, we, to make our lives easier when we sent Stolt the questions, we gave him all the questions. Uh-huh. And then Hannah sent these to both of us ahead of time. and she, But she wrote surprise questions. Yes, but this was not one of them. So you just stumped me no, on the question. No, she was saying one. these are the surprise. They're surprise questions. Ah, Burn questions. Surprise. Got it, got it, got You'll it. learn them in the moment. Okay. I read it wrong. So, well, sorry about that. Oh, it's okay. So I'm now, just prepped and then, and boom, right off the bat. I know, especially because you've heard me how I like, just like to read them. And, oh, what would you do? Well, um, and, and Eric was so good that. Because he was prepped. We really shouldn't yeah. have prepped Eric. Well, and I, I mean, just following Eric in general, you know. You were really worried about that. He's a stud. So now that we've stalled enough, are you changing being invisible? Be able to fly. Be able to fly. That makes okay. More sense. <laughs> All right. If wait, where'd it go? If you could be in the Guinness Book of World Records, what record-breaking feat would you attempt? This is difficult. So I don't want to do one of the like physical ones. Okay. Because I'm gonna have to train for it. But I think like one of these ones, aren't there ones where you like put a number of like grapes into your mouth? Really? Probably. I've I seen the saltine one. That sounds terrible. Like saltines in a minute? Yeah, grape sounds a little bit better. Does it? Yeah. I have sensitive teeth, so it doesn't sound good to me. So, uh, maybe some, some kind of eating challenge, but not like consuming a ton of food, but uh, maybe the, the grape thing came to my head. Okay. I don't know how many that would be, but. Huh. All right. Somebody's going to look this up for you. Oh, Please, if you're listening. Come to class prepared with the number and grapes to and give Wes cotton, a chance. The cotton candy grapes, to be specific. Cotton candy grapes are a thing? Have you not had these? No. You have to have them. That's for Costco, real? Last summer, Costco had them, grocery store had them. They taste like cotton candy. What in the world? No, They're doing some even... kind of like, you know, hybrid gardening, breeding thing. And Are they doing other flavors? That's all there is right now, but I'm sure they're coming out with like carne asada and no way, that's, steak. And, uh, I'm with you on the cotton candy. But. The cotton candy grapes are delicious. I like regular grapes, but these are the best thing I've ever had. I've told all my friends, I'm like, you have to buy them. Yeah, I've never heard of that. That's a weird starting spot too for, hey, we're going to create a new grape. And you start with cotton candy. Kids? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. So how many grapes? So wait, what is your, how many do you think you can fit? It's all about fitting in your mouth? Yep. In this world right. that we're making up? Okay. And I don't know if they can, like... I mean, I have to look into the world record 
details, like can they break? Can they? Do they have to stay intact? That's true. Okay. I don't, I, like I don't know. That was a good answer. Yeah, I don't know. Then, if you could speak another language, what would it be? Spanish. Can you speak another language? No. I thought you just kind of hedged your bet there and you already Tiny little bits of Spanish. Molly's, uh, my wife Molly, has a minor in Spanish. Oh, cool. Um, and some of her family members know it. So, like, her cousin lives in Bogota, Colombia. And they can talk and communicate. Molly plays it down like she doesn't know, but she's pretty good. Yeah, okay. So it would be that, just so I can... Plus, there's some really good music that in Spanish that sure if I knew it I could actually like learn it and sing it yeah great yeah. Um, is that yeah okay are you a big singer um uh, on my own yeah, yeah. I'm not like singing. I'm not gonna ask you to sing anything yeah. right now no. don't worry yeah no but it does lead to my last one okay because you mentioned music if you could only listen to one album for the rest of your life what would it be one album for the rest of my life on repeat I'm gonna get real sick of that album. Yeah, well, this is the world we're making up. I think I would listen to the Bob Marley and the Wailers album, whatever one that is. Sure. Where it's got like all the hits on it. Okay. My dad used to have it, but my dad used to listen to a bunch. Of, it was either Bob Marley or like Jimmy Buffett. But I feel like I could listen to it enough, and it wouldn't get old. Okay. Whereas if I went with just like, you know, a little Wayne album or something like that, like I'm going to get really sick of the songs. I agree with you on that. So it can kind of like, the Bob Marley can play to like, if I'm relaxing, if I'm working out, it can kind of fit all the different genres. I like it. You, I think you're like really getting defensive over your album right now. No, I was okay. just trying to explain why, <laughs> why Bob Marley. So. Are you a big Bob Marley fan overall? Uh, I'm just a big music fan. So yes, yes. but all the, I mean... Tons of different stuff. Basically everything but, like, super heavy metal. What do you consider super heavy metal? Uh, stuff where they start screaming. Okay. Gotcha. It's not, yeah, it's just not yeah I'm not really in love with that either. <sighs> yeah. 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 Um, you might know where I'm going with this because we brought up music. And I don't know if everybody's heard this story. But, I mean, we've been around almost eight years now. And, honestly, one of our biggest problems has been... Choosing music for classes. Sure. And half the people in the room like, can you turn this off? Can you switch to this? Uh-huh. And I was over here in the small side of the Snatch House. I think... Oh, I had, know where you're going. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I'll never forget it. Um, I wish you had showed up early today because same thing. Really? Uh-huh. So <laughs> I, I was here doing a training session and West, and I was like four to five. West started the 430 class. Music started playing. I looked at my client. I said, what in the world is he playing? <laughs> like, I knew what it was because I enjoy it. But I could not believe that anybody, that everybody just let it go. I was too new. You think that's what it was? I, I don't know. Maybe. So, but Maybe they also, I look scary. I don't know. They, they went for a run as part of the warm-up. But Wes put on Tim McGraw radio. Or it Tim McGraw have, was a it, song. Yeah, it might have been. It's either Tim McGraw or Toby Keith. It was, yeah, it was like. Oh, it was Tim McGraw. It was like, huh. yeah, older country. Yeah, which yeah. I am all for. Yep. But I know, without a doubt, they wouldn't have taken off on that run, even though they were leaving the building, if I put that on. Yes. They would be, whoa, you're going to make us listen to this? So today, um, I actually, I woke up at 3.30, couldn't go back to sleep. So then I was like, I'm going to make a workout country to tr- sorry, I haven't sure. really played country since. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Just Move. I was going to say, I just heard um, Boot Scoot and Boogie a couple weeks ago when I was here yeah, tonight. Yep. And that actually came on today. But I made a workout country, so it was like some of the newer stuff, some of the older stuff that's faster, so that I know nothing slow is going to come on. So the dance didn't come on from Garth Brooks? No. Nope. Okay. Um, we got through the warm up. AO's dancing, Molly's dancing, Sasha's dancing a little bit, Tyler's dealing with it. <laughs> um, we get to the strength, and then right before we're about to start the wad, Tyler goes, are we going to keep playing country? <laughs> and I was like, do you want to? And he was like, nah. So that's when we switched over to some hip-hop rap for the actual wad. But we got through the warm-up and the strength with a workout country playlist that I spent a lot of time on early this morning. <laughs> playing songs, listening for slow parts. But, but you are right. The putting together like what you're going to try to play, because the problem is on if you search pandora and you click an artist it'll play the same five songs sure on monday and then on tuesday yep. and then so you have to be creative with what you're especially for we have a lot of members that are very in tune musically 
Um, and so they'll know. They'll be like, oh, I just heard this. So, And I agree with them. I don't agree because I know some people are of the school of thought. Like, you're working out. You shouldn't even hear the music. Don't agree with that at all. No. Like, yep. I believe the music is key. When Apple Bottom Jeans comes on, at, you know, again and again and again, you're going to remember it. Yep. 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 Whether you're paying attention to the music or not. So. Well, yeah. I, I do believe everybody appreciates that how much you put into the music. <laughs> yeah, Tyler didn't know that I worked on that playlist this morning. It just, it just kind of happened that way. So I could be wrong. I think Tyler falls more into my line of music with like punk rock. Got it. So when, yeah, and I'm probably, that's probably like my least, what I know least about. Sure. So like if I'm trying to you know, pick an artist or play some songs, it's like what I'm worst at. I'm not saying you need to make a playlist for Tyler. Like, I'll make one for Tyler. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right, let's get to it. All righty. The super, super serious stuff. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Just relax. I feel like I'm with Anna again. She's going to go on my first dog died. <laughs> well, if we need to. So, where did you grow up? I grew up in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, uh, about 45 minutes north of Tulsa. Um, I wasn't born there. I was born in Florida, but moved there when I was young. And then between 8th and ninth grade, moved to Sacramento, California. So most of my growing up was between Oklahoma and California. How long were you in Florida? A year and a half. Oh, okay. Something. Yeah, like I don't remember it. year and a half. Then you said Bartlesville? Bartlesville. I so I said that correct, right? Yep, named okay. after Jim Bartles, um, big oil town. Okay. My dad worked for Phillips 66 um, Oil and Gas Company, which is now ConocoPhillips. Mm -hmm. um, but they have kind of one of their mini headquarters there. And then, so you were there from, let's say, two, just to round up uh -huh. a little bit, two until like 12? To like whatever grade you start, ninth grade, so like 14 okay. ish. Yeah. Something like that. And then you graduated from high school in California? Yes. And started college there. Yep. Where'd you start college? Sacramento State. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's where you just were, and you had a friend visit from, yep. right? That's what, I have a group of guy friends from Sacramento. Um, and they actually all live back there now. We all kind of spread out for college. Um, but yeah, I went back there recently and then I had a friend come through. He's um, in law school at Tulane in New Orleans. So he was on his way through and Molly surprised me and had him fly kind of on his way out, fly through here and spent the weekend here. That's how I got in trouble with the lack of muffins. Uh-huh. Yep. yep. Okay. When I coached Sunday class. Yep. Um, so what was your childhood like, whether that's in Bartlesville or Sacramento? My gut says to say sporty. Okay, um, I, that, I, had I know a, what that means. I had a, I mean, that's just, that's what my, that's what I did. We were all, I was always doing something related to sports. Um, I was, I didn't have to work too hard with a lot of my school stuff. So I was able to work really hard at sports, um, got good grades, like was always a rule follower, so did all the right things. Um, you know, I had some ups and downs with, you know, parents getting divorced and things like that, but sports always sort of grounded me and I just, that's what I did, played sports. What's the big one? Was there a big one? It started with soccer. That was the first one. That's what, kind of what my dad had the most experience with. Um, and I, when I was growing up, I was like, when I was in fifth grade, I was not much like smaller than I am. Really? I mean, not this big, but like I was tall, I just grew first. I was a little kid that like grew first and so throughout like elementary school, middle school, I was more athletic, like bigger, looked like a center on the basketball court. One of the court. tall kids. And then sure. in high school, everyone else catches up and passes you. Um, so it started with soccer, then it went to basketball. Um, and then when I moved to California, I ended up playing football, um, running cross country a little bit. Um, but mostly, you know, it was that kind of soccer, basketball, football. Throughout. You still run a lot today, right? Absolutely. So when you earlier said like you woke up at three thirty and you couldn't go back to sleep, uh -huh. I thought it was you woke up at three thirty to go for your run. So normally during the week, yes. Oh, that's, okay. That's gonna happen. But it's Sunday. three thirty is the number. Three I normally wake up three fifteen to three thirty. Okay. Each day, because I normally have to be at Colorado College by around six, depending on the day and what our schedules like. Do you run the same route every day? No, I try to switch it up. Same distance? Switch it up. Yeah. And then kind of depending on how I'm feeling, um, it could be shorter or longer depending on how I'm feeling. So I think we're all curious, what does West define as shorter? Shorter is like three to three and a half. Okay. That's yeah. kind of what I was thinking uh -huh. you would say. Yeah. So then longer, especially when you're considering before work, 
Yep. How much more can you squeeze in and not feel like if I have a good rushed? if I have a good hour to run that could be anywhere from five to seven. So you wow. do this five days a week. Usually. Okay. I used to ride my bike to work more, um, and so I was able to not have to worry as much about the running before. Sure. Like I could before before COVID, I could ride my bike to work. I could I could actually work out at work. So I didn't have to squeeze in workouts mm -hmm. before. So I could just wake up with enough time to bike in, run at work on the treadmill, or even take, you know, run downtown. But now that I have to squeeze it in before, um, you know, usually five or so days a week, and then maybe a longer run on the weekend um, if the weather's okay. But yeah, today it's not, not as much like, today. Yeah. And I think the first, and I think tomorrow and Tuesday. Great. I think there's some... I'll run tomorrow morning. Okay. <laughs> because it's Monday and you have to start the week. Because right. it's Monday. Okay. Uh-huh. Huh. So, back to your childhood. How many siblings do you have? I have one full sister and I have two half-siblings. We, we all share the same mom. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. And your sister, older or younger? She's a year and a half younger. Yeah, that's right. Yep. She lives in Tulsa. Okay. So, kind of where... Um, actually, when we moved to California... My June, so freshman year, and she was starting eighth grade, so a year younger in school. Um, then two years later, my dad actually took a job back in Oklahoma. Um, well, actually, we went to Texas first, then Oklahoma. So I actually moved a little bit in high school, but then mm -hmm. I decided, because of the way sports were, it was like junior year. Um, and I was, I, you know, had position on the football team as a quarterback, and I had basketball positions all set, and so I actually kind of convinced my dad to let me move back to California. And that's when I lived with Tino, who's my best friend from Sacramento, for that last year and a half of, of high school. So my dad and sister were still in Oklahoma and I moved back to California. To live with Tino. To live with Tino. Is it Constantino? It is Constantino. Oh, sweet. How did you guess that? Constantino uh, Martinez? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I call him that all the time. Yeah, okay. Is, is he, he from California? My friend, Tino? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. born and raised in California. His, his parents are from Mexico. Okay. Yeah, but he was born and raised in, in Sacramento. Gotcha, okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, 100% Tino Martinez. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. And not, not a lot of people know that Tino Martinez is Constantino. Yeah, I mean... I'm, or they say, like, Constantino. <laughs> yeah, I've probably heard that before. Yeah, that's right. Uh -huh. Oh, that's cool. And so, with that, all that being said, any funny stories from your childhood that you think if I had one of those people on here would be their go-to story? <laughs> So I asked Molly this yesterday when you sent me the question. Sure. And uh, a lot of the funny stories are about my sister. Okay. Because she's a little, just kind of clumsy and stuff. <laughs> she, she's not going to listen to this, so it's fine. Yeah. She, she, it's fine. Just like Lincoln a couple weeks ago. Um, <laughs> but um, I think the funny stories about me, it's kind of embarrassing, but I have probably – we don't have to get into details about any of them, but I probably have like five or six like throw-up stories as a kid. Yeah, like yeah. traumatic ones. Yeah, like I'm so. Like, what's the number one traumatic? I mean, yeah, like we know what throwing up is. So, like that's the details we all know of what it. But yeah. I don't need to like explain that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, there's, I mean, God, there's so many. But uh, the one of the ones was when we were in Oklahoma. We could drive about an hour and a half, and we could go canoeing down the Illinois River. And we did that. We would do that multiple times in the summer. And it's like an all-day event. And there was one where at the end of it. I don't know what we were doing, but I brought one of my friends and we were trying to swim across like really fast current, like as many times as we could. And this is like at the end of the day, so we're already tired. And we just kept doing it where we were swimming across the river on a really fast current. And I think I swallowed a ton of water, but also got like really exhausted. And so we get in the car and we're going back and I'm like, pull over. It's middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. I got to throw up on the road. And I'm like laying in the grass, like throwing up for a while. We then, they finally, normally, because I already ruined the plan, normally in that town, we'd go to a Mexican restaurant, okay. eat like chips and Good just, thing you didn't. Yep, it's all day long. So they knew like, okay, we're just gonna drive home, but it's like an hour and a half. So throw up there, like just outside the town. And then we get all the way home and they're like, all right, we're gonna go to Sonic. We're finally into town. They pull up to the drive-in window and I go out the back seat, open the door, blah, 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 into the parking lot. <laughs> So then my dad goes, all right, screw it. We're going to go drop him off at home. And th so then they took me home and then they went back to Sonic and finally got their food. But they got their food probably four or five hours after when they normally would 
after a long full day on the river. Um, so that one gets brought up a lot just because I ruined everyone's sure, day yeah. because of the throw up. <laughs> Another one is I threw up, um, I had a mint chocolate chip shake. Okay. So that's a good start to this. Yeah. Um, and basically involved my mother's purse. In, oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Why? Where's you all? You I had was, no shame throwing it up was, in these other places. It was one of those like, uh, <laughs> like you're, so actually this one is funny because it was one of those things where like, I'm like maybe eight years old. Um, so I can't just be like making decisions on my own. Sure. And I got told, it was one of those like, stay in the car. I'm going to go run to the bank or something mm-hmm. like that. And so I'm in the back seat and I think right before she left to go into the bank or wherever she was going, she was, I was like, I need to go to the bathroom, but that's all I said didn't explain sure. <laughs> and she said well just wait and so eight-year-old Wes is like okay and then she comes back and there's just green mint chocolate chip all over her purse in between the front seats I'm in the back so not okay so it just happened her purse was there you didn't try and aim for the oh, inside no, no, of her purse no, no. oh that's no, where I thought maybe, this was going maybe that's even that would have been better because it would have been contained in the purse yeah, but once again, eight years old. I mean, I yeah, wouldn't be thinking yeah. about. So that you, ruined, you, you probably weren't going to clean it up. You knew your mom was probably going to. I'm eight years old. I mean, what am I going to do? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm sure I felt a lot better after it. But so just a bad shake is what we're saying. I don't know. It ruined mint chocolate chip for a while. Okay, but you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So everybody knows. Everybody, that go feeling. get a shake today after listening. Mint so. chocolate chip. You've already potentially ruined Sonic and Shake, so that <laughs> kind of helps us from a exactly. you know, health standpoint. Exactly. Um, <laughs> how would you describe yourself in one word? The, the word that comes to my mind is like boring, consistent boring type. So I'm not doing anything flashy. Okay. I'm not a thrill seeker. I'm not a partier. A lot of people would go, oh, you do these things every day? Like, I don't want to do that. That sounds really boring. Like, I don't want to wake up at three and run and then go to work and then not do anything fun. And <laughs> so that's kind of the thought that comes to my head. Um, Did you ask Molly? Yeah, she she was answering the one more of like what, how others would sure. describe me. And she said like peacekeeper. Okay. Um, so with my siblings, um and parents and stuff like i was or just any family i was just kind of always the one that if people didn't get along i was the one that could kind of as long as i was in the room made it happen people just sort of kissed and made up and so you said so your sister is a year and a half younger than you Mm -hmm. and then two brothers younger so all younger you're the actually no so older half sister but my my oldest and my youngest are actually both transgender so, worse, I was the only boy, and now my full sister's the only girl. So, gotcha. the oldest with a different dad, um, and then the youngest with a different dad, and then us two middle ones have the same dad. Okay. Yeah. So, um, how much older? Like two years, something like that. Okay. Two or three years, yeah. Yeah. But, um, since it was half, like, he lived in Florida with his dad, I lived in Oklahoma with... Mom and dad. So I was like the oldest sort of in gotcha. in the house, but sure, um, you know, when come to visit, then then I wouldn't be the oldest. So you sticking? Sorry, I was just trying to remember. Um, you sticking with boring? Is that is that your official I, answer I like to it. how you, you know, describe yourself? I like it. Is boring? I, okay. How would you describe me? Dependable. Dependable, like a dog. That's like a golden retriever. Is that really where your head <laughs> went on that one? Um, a golden retriever is less boring than myself because i'm not playing fetch with you yeah i was gonna say yeah it depends on how well the <laughs> retrievers uh behaving um dependable and organized they're the first two that come to mind yeah which organized, we greatly appreciate yeah organized is one for sure yeah last one about growing up okay what was your dream job as a child dream job so i have, um, can i give two sure so Cheater. young young it was paleontologist really jurassic park I guess I thought that if I started digging up dinosaurs, that I was going to be in Jurassic Park. Okay. Like, looking at it now, like, I didn't really want to dig them up. I wanted to see the real ones. Sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> paleontologists, for a while, like, I had, like, fake velociraptor claws and, like, all the movie stuff and all the dinosaur toys. So, what age are we talking? This is, I don't know, 
seven, eight, okay. nine, you know, somewhere around there. Uh-huh. Um, and that probably sort of um, spawned my love for animals kind of from there. Um, so then, then getting into sports, my dream, I never really told anyone this, but I always had this thought growing up. I was going to be the first person to play in the MLS and the NBA. Wow, yeah. And the seasons overlap some, but I was like, I'm going to be good enough. It's yeah, gonna, it's it going to work out. Yeah. Like, I'm going to make it work. Like, they're going to make And so that was my dream for a long time. I wasn't even – I didn't know enough about soccer to even be thinking about, like, the Premier League and sure. La Liga. I was just like, I'm going to play for the Kansas City Wizards and, you know, play for the Chicago Bulls or something. Was it Bulls? It, okay, that was my It wasn't the Bulls, but yeah. we'll make it work. <laughs> Whoever wanted me, I mean, I had to make it yeah, work between I guess, the two yeah. sports. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a combo uh-huh. that's never happened before. It's never happened before. I'm going to guess it won't. It will never happen. So. Yeah. Huh. If that's anybody else is dreaming about that, you're just here to crush it. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, yeah, not only did I think, you know, not only did I not become an athlete in just one of them, <laughs> I didn't become an athlete in either of them. Did one stop before the other in terms of your playing days? I stopped playing soccer when I moved to California. Because the season changed. Gotcha. Um, and actually got um, sort of forced into playing football. Okay. And that was the same time as soccer. But football was high school and done? High school and done. Yeah, I never played before that. That's cool. Yeah, I bet you not a lot of people do that. No. Just, yeah. But yeah. I did not have dreams of being, I mean, college football would have been cool, but um, I didn't have dreams Until of, concussion number 12. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so paleontologist... Slash MLS slash NBA player. Big dreams. All right. Would you have been willing to play overseas? For? For either. So this is funny because I, you know, ended up coaching small college basketball. And I didn't know anything about that process in high school. Um, Like I knew that, like I grew up in Big 12 country. So it was like you went to Texas, you went to Oklahoma, you went to Kansas. Sure. And like all these other schools, it was like, who are these people going to these smaller schools and playing sports? And now having coached at some of those, mm-hmm. like I realized the process and that I probably could have played somewhere. So I would have loved that, but I knew nothing about it. Okay. So absolutely would have played. If I could, I'm watching a, um, this isn't one of your questions, but what are you watching right now? I'm watching All In Tottenham and it's behind the scenes of Tottenham Hotspur throughout the whole 1920 season. Where is this? What, what words are you saying? Tottenham Hotspur. That's okay. an English Premier League okay. football team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Sounds gotcha. familiar now. You yep. know, like Man you, Yeah, you, yeah. Um, but watching them and them getting, you know, they're 30, 35-year-old guys. So, yeah. same age. And they're living life as an athlete. It looks so cool. Really? I wish I could do that. Huh. Molly said no. Yeah, she actually, I was telling her about Tottenham, and she was like, what are you saying? Like, what words are you saying as well? (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Okay. So let's move on to more present-day Westifer. Yep. Is that what you say, Molly? I hope I didn't botch that. She either says weasel or Westifer. Weasel. Weasel. Yeah. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Uh, How did you get into the fitness field? Fitness field, well, being in sports... I think you're always sort of, you know, you're working out for sports and paying attention to it. Um, As a field itself, I started college at Sacramento State in engineering. And um, my whole dad's side of my family, he's one of five children. All are engineers. My grandpa was an engineer at NASA. Wow. Um, And then I was my... the. Oldest cousin on that side was an engineer, and then I was the first one to not be an engineer. <laughs> um, and so when I transferred from Sacramento State to the University of Kansas, I decided I was going to pursue exercise science because I did not enjoy engineering. How, so how long were you part of the program? A year and a half. Okay. Yep. <laughs> you should see his face while he says this. It, <laughs> it was not. It. It's probably one of those, like, I could have done it, but I was not going to. Sure. Yeah. And Did was, you feel pressure from your family to stick with it in any no, way? No, but it, it was kind of one of those, like, you'd ask your family, you ask your uncles, like, for career advice. And for them, it was so simple. I mean, they just, they were very math smart, very, like, analytical. And so engineering was so easy. And then they all had good jobs. And they're all set financially. So you're just like, why wouldn't I do this? Sure. Um, but I think I played too many sports and too many 
video games when they were learning math. <laughs> sure. And physics. No, I think just part of the genetic stuff, like I got, I'm pretty good at all subjects, but I got like a lot more art, English type stuff from my mom, math, analytical stuff from my dad. So like I'm good at everything, but not great. Whereas like my dad's side of the family is just great at that engineering stuff. So I got into exercise science. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the plan was that I was going to become a physical therapist. That was sort of the track that all the exercise science grads took. Sure. And I started doing some internships, and I – sorry to – I know we have some physical therapist yeah. members. I um, didn't want to massage old ladies all day. So – and that's all basically the internships were and all I was watching anyone do. And because when you're in it, you're like, I'm going to be LeBron James' physical therapist, and it's not going to happen. So um, so then I actually convinced my program supervisor to let me – because you have a whole internship semester. I said, I want to do this as a coach, basketball coach. Sure. So I had to come up with this plan, and I had to find a school that would let me do it. Um, and that's actually how I ended up at Texas Lutheran, a Division three school just outside of San Antonio. And I had been email. I emailed every because I knew Molly was going to be in Houston for grad school. And I started in Houston, and I started emailing every single Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three NAI program. I am coming to work for free. I need an internship. All you have to do is fill out my evaluations. I'll do whatever you need. Sure. I got like three emails back. It was like a community college in Denver or Denver, Dallas, <laughs> which is like five hours away from Houston. Okay. The D three in. Um, Texas Lutheran. Yep, which is like three hours from Houston. And then another one in middle of nowhere, East Texas, in NAIA school, um, historically black college and university. And I actually went and visited all three of those and then made my decision on Texas Lutheran. But those are the only three. Out of how many? It had to have been at least 100. Wow. I mean, if you just start in Houston, you start looking at all the schools. Sure. And I was, you know, I was even going up into Oklahoma and going into Arkansas and Louisiana too just to – be somewhere close to Houston where Molly was going to be. Um, so then I was able to do that. But then I knew just kind of with basketball, which is kind of fitness stuff, but I knew that what could help me in these smaller schools was that if I could help with strength and conditioning. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, right after college, got strength and conditioning certification, um, got personal training certification. And I just knew that like if they didn't have a strength and conditioning coach, like Texas Lutheran didn't, that then I could tell the coach, like, I'll take over. You'll kind of double as, mm -hmm. yeah. So I was able to, at every single stop, um, coaching-wise, I was able to either do some strength and conditioning stuff for at least the, the basketball team itself or even some of the other teams um, at school. So you said every single stop. How many stops were there in your college career? So when I was at in Kansas, I volunteered at Haskell Indian Nations University, which is an NAIA school. Um, so that was the first stop, and I did – Certain conditioning there as well. Texas Lutheran was the second one. Um, and then I almost had one in Minnesota, but then the job at CC opened up. So CC, then I went to Augustanning University, a Division II school in South Dakota, went back to CC and coached, and then moved into the fitness center role at CC after four years total coaching basketball at CC. So Haskell, Texas Lutheran, CC, and August had four different schools. Which one did you have the longest stint at? Colorado College. I was two left and then two. Okay. Yeah. But and now how long have you been there on the fitness side? I think I'm coming up on two years. So you're getting ready to leave again? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's been – that's the good thing about getting out of basketball is now I, I don't have to worry about that. Okay. <laughs> um, so I bypassed one that was supposed to set the tone for this. I'm very sorry as we talked about your – Career, do you have a personal motto? Something that kind of helps guide you? That's a tough question. Yeah, I don't. Oh, really. So you were probably glad that I bypassed yeah, it and now I like, circle back. Just go ahead and oh, this. Man. Um, <laughs> Boring? Uh, no, it's... <laughs> I, I had trouble with this one. And I even kind of asked Molly and it was just kind of... Like I'm never like constantly telling myself anything, but it's always sort of – I think back to like the coaches that I work for because obviously we're talking to the team and the players and stuff all the time. And actually the coach at Texas Lutheran would always say uh, – and he was from um, Florida, so he had kind of a twangy southern accent. But he was, Let's hear it. Lay it on us. Do what you say you're going to do. And it was all the – to all the players. So it's like if you said you're going to go to class, go to class. If you're going to – 
you know, get a good grade, get a good grade. And I think, I mean, I don't say it, but I think of that line all the time, um, especially when someone doesn't do what they say they're going to do. Sure. I think to myself, I'm like, God, can you just do what you say you're going to do? And when you think it in your mind, is it with the accent or no? It's just your normal uh, you, his, his face comes to mind because I was always having to go in his office and be there when he's meeting with these guys, and it would come up almost every meeting. So I would, I definitely, I can just, I can say, I can smell his coffee just just imagining those words. So I would say that one. We'll, we'll do that. Do what you say you're going to do. I wasn't going to try and do the twang. <laughs> I will later on when I'm by myself. Um, so the basketball coaching led to the fitness field. Yeah, but I always coaching knew because coaching, it's just rough. You don't make a ton of money at these lower levels. You're hoping that something happens and you get a big break. But so I always sort of had a backup plan and fitness, strength and conditioning, personal training, what's gonna be there. So like, even in the summers, I would go work at a 24 hour fitness or a YMCA or some of the places I had to have two jobs, mm -hmm. I was working in fitness as well. So um, luckily at CC, position opened up in our fitness center. And that's when I moved, I had to move actually out of coaching into that full-time role, um, which was a hard decision. Um, but to get paid more, um, and still do something that I really enjoy and be in that field. You know, I'm not, my office is in a weight room. It's not in a cubicle. I'm not sure. I'm not doing, I'm not being an engineer. I'm doing some, something that I really like still. Which is awesome. And we're glad that you're still doing it. Mm -hmm. So still doing it. How long has it been? Just fitness. Like when you got that first certification? Yeah. What year was that? Uh, when I'm finishing college, I think I got my strength and conditioning cert in 2013. Okay. And that was my first one. I actually got that one before the personal training sure. um, certification. So I think that was the first one in 2013. Which it might, I don't think it's changed, but for those of you that are listening, that's one of the tougher ones to even sit for because they don't let you sit for that unless you have a degree in a related field. Yep. You have to have a degree in like exercise science or physical education or something like that. Yes. It's yep. very, very different than some of the other ones that float around in our world. Yep. And uh, for those of you, some of you might know, what Wes said about the emails and coaching in Houston is actually how we ended up with Wes at Pick It Up uh -huh. as well. Yeah, it's a tried and true method here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he sent an email. I didn't respond quick enough. He sent another email, and I said, there was something I did, I did want to respond to this guy. Um, one, because people don't do that. People yeah. don't send emails. Yeah, yeah. Um, and say the things that you said you wanted to do. It was the exact same thing. Uh -huh. Like, I don't remember verbatim, but you were like, uh -huh. hey... I want to work for free. Yeah. I'll clean the bathrooms. I'll do this. I'll take the garbage out. Like you just, I just want to meet you and talk and see if there's an opportunity. Yep. And you attached your resume. And I remember saying to Hannah, I'm like, well, he's a strength and conditioning coach. Like mm -hmm. we get emails and resumes at least once a month, if not more. Uh -huh. Those, those aren't on the resumes. Right. Like it's, I have this bare minimum certification. Yeah. Now's my time to shine. Yep. And honestly, that's, those are the ones that we quite often, Hey, thanks. You know, we're good for now. Um, and we hope we're good for a very long time. Yep. But so that was one thing that definitely stood out to me when you sent that email. That's yeah, funny. I didn't think about that being the same process. I just fall back on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I emailed a bunch of other gyms. I told yep. you that. Yep. And I got one other response and it was like, no, thank It was basically like, you can come be a member. Sure. And that's yep. in no real, like, here's the plan. Um, and then no other answers from others. So I didn't have to email a hundred this time, which was no, but I mean, if you hit everybody, that's somewhere between 10 to 20. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Um, so we're really glad that we answered and that you sent another email. <laughs> uh, and then I mentioned it to a personal training client because I saw CC on your, yep. on your resume and he's, and his name's Kobe. Um, many of you guys know Kobe. He just looked at me and said, is his name Wessel? Wes? And I'm like, yeah. You, oh, okay, yeah. Why didn't I think to ask you? Mm -hmm. You guys chaperoned to dance together or something? Yeah, we would, as when I was coaching, part of like our additional duties were to help with campus events. Um, and so I think maybe it was a homecoming dance or something like that. But whether it's like, you know, keeping track of who's coming in or tickets or whatever. Um, but yeah, me and Kobe worked on that. Probably a couple events. And I think I, think I met you. And then I mentioned it to Kobe. Mm -hmm. And after meeting you, I was like, that guy's never coming back. I don't want him here. But then Kobe vouched for you. <laughs> totally kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> they can't tell on the, uh, on the podcast it, that you were kidding. 
I maybe I just like on Slack. That's how you end up bringing those uh, those donut holes uh-huh. or whatever. That's like a whole nother podcast. <laughs> um, so, is there anything that you wish you knew before you started in the fitness field? Um, I think just for any career, um, when I was going through college, I didn't get enough guidance on interning, and I ended up doing some, but it was late. And I I remember telling my cousin who was younger than me, I was like, the second you start college and you have any interest working somewhere, just ask if you can go intern and work for free. Mm-hmm. And he ended up getting his first job out of that. He's more in like business sales stuff. Um, but I wish I'd known some of that um, because I could have got just, you know, who knows, I could have been helping out with the Kansas basketball team instead of, you know, going <laughs> to all these small colleges the whole time. Sure. <laughs> um, well, we're glad you didn't know that because right. that's how we're here no, right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let me hear. Yep, exactly. Is there... If you weren't doing fitness, you've already crossed engineering off of your list. Oh, yeah. MLS didn't call. No. NBA didn't call. Is no. there another field that you would want it, want to be in? What's your uh, gut tell you? So, I keep referencing this, but me and Molly talked about a bunch of these yesterday. Um, and she was like, yeah, it would be sports or fitness. And I was like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, that's kind of what it, it comes down to. And then we were actually walking the dogs this morning, and I was like, you know what? Going back to the beginning, maybe animals. Oh yeah, something you know. Maybe I'm working at an aquarium and I'm in I'm in charge of all the penguins. Okay, I like you it. know like yeah. I got to be organized, but I like the animals. I don't have to make phone calls from a desk. Sure, like something with animals at a zoo or an aquarium or something. Okay, yeah. are you members of the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo? Not members. Okay. But in you... California, though, we were members of the Monterey Bay Aquarium, and that was like two hours away from. Holy cow! Yeah. That's commitment. But it's a nice trip. You, those penguins would have appreciated you then if you they were making that commute. That's right. What, what do you think your mission in life is? Oh, man. This is like the motto, mantra stuff. I know, right? I, I don't. We don't want just nonstop fitness answers, Wes. That's why we got to dig a little deeper. I know, right? I think for this, that I don't think of myself as affecting a large amount of people. I don't have any, like, even in my dream of playing those two sports. Like, it was just play the sports it wasn't to like change the world sure um and so i i think what it comes down to is just being consistent being dependable and for those that know me and that are around me so like being a good good example for the people that are around me is sort of um you know what i end up with but i don't necessarily like think of it as a mission in life i'm sort of just taking care of what i need to take care of that's a great way to put it yeah I like it. Yeah. Um, how, so, what do you do in your downtime? Funny, I knew you'd ask this one. You were going to just joke about this one the whole time. What is downtime? Is that <laughs> what you want me to say, right? Uh, no. I actually had no sign for that in one. In my downtime, I do the incline. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of true. Because <laughs> I do have two jobs, um, typically downtime during the week is not so much, but on the weekend... That's when me and Molly get to spend time together. So downtime is, maybe it is doing the incline. Maybe it's going swimming or doing some other fitness thing. Um, or it's hanging out at the house. You know, we do have three dogs and a cat. Um, and she's pretty busy with two jobs as well. And so if it's the weekend, maybe we're watching shows and hanging out. And luckily, it's funny because I coach basketball. Basketball is probably the last sport that I can get Molly to watch. Really? Yep. So if I put on football, she'll watch it. She loves watching baseball. I won't tell you what team. Is it Twins? No. It's Red Sox? No. You know my team. It's our team. Do I know your team? Yeah, you The do. silly hat you're wearing right now? No. I can't wear oh, their hat. Oh, yeah, the I Astros. I can't wear that yeah, hat because yeah. I can't wear the Astros. The Astros. So yeah, we, you guys are on the downside We now. did, like... <laughs> I mean, it's been like the last three years. We've had the league pass, and we watch. We sure. Just, it's great. Like, during the week or on the weekends, you just put the game on. That's what's great about baseball. You can just put it on. And still do things. And still do things. People think that I watch literally every single pitch when they're no, like, I can't no. believe you watch baseball But you can much. listen to them talk. Yeah. And, and then you hear the inflections in their voice. You're like, oh, something's happening. i got to go turn my head. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Jordan <laughs> hit another home run. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's funny. She won't watch basketball. Who's your basketball team? 
So college, Kansas Jayhawks. Okay. And they just had three losses in a row, so yeah. that's not going so well. Um, NBA, it's for my time in Sacramento. Um, okay. Sacramento Kings, and they're a pretty terrible I Still, team. right? Okay, um, yeah. But, I mean, just having coached, um, I mean, I like watching basketball. So. Sure. But she does not. So, luckily, for big football games today, I'll be able to put those on. Yep, yep. But, like, I have to – usually what I do is I'll catch up on, like, basketball highlights when I wake up right before my run. So that's when I'm, like, ah, yeah. I'm drinking coffee, watching the basketball stuff, because I know later Molly's, like, she's, she's not going to let me watch the basketball. <laughs> that's so funny. I know. I, I'm kind of with her. I'll only watch playoff <laughs> stuff when it comes to basketball. I really – only March Madness for her. Really? Yeah. Yeah? That's because I'm just, like – Humming the CBS tune the whole oh, time. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Just all the time. You never met Dan Butterly, right? No. Our member, he moved to California to take over a different conference. He was head of basketball here for the Mountain West Conference. Nice. And then, I want to say in July, he moved to California. I'm sorry, Dan, if you're listening, to take over a conference that I cannot remember. Uh-huh. Can you name any? I can tell you. Well, there's several here. in California. Is it a D1? I think so. But, I mean, obviously, they have Pac-12. No. Big West. I think it was Big West. Big West has, like... I mean, that's the new one with, like, St. Mary's and Santa Clara. and I think that's San the Francisco one. Dons. So, not to get too whack. sidetracked. I don't know where the wax No, I think it was are. the Big West, okay. yeah. But uh, he actually, 10 years ago, or whatever it was, because of his position, presented Tommy Tommy with an award at Air yeah, Force Basketball. Nice. Like a decade ago, and then they walked in to That's pick so it up, cool. like, hey, you know, like, yeah, I know you. Yeah, crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, let's see, moving on. I fly, fly. Hmm. Sorry, I'm rambling. No, that's fine. That's what makes this more fun. Doing my me. best, Eric Stoll. So downtime, there's no downtime. You do the incline. Yeah, there's no downtime. You do sit-ups and push-ups. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Any big life lessons, the most important lessons you've learned in your, how old are you? 32, 31? I'm older than you. 31. 31, As okay. of December, so just barely 31. Um, it doesn't matter after 30. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I'm 31 in a, yeah, do I say 31 in a 12th or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> um, Is that today? <laughs> close um big life lessons i think kind of going back to sports as a kid like i learned a lot of those like work hard you got to work with people um you got to be dependable you got to be reliable you got to show up on time you got to work for things that you want like i i learned all that really young and had some success in sports so i never had to like teach myself those again so luckily i've sort of had a lot of that with me um, I'm trying to think of that can be it don't stress it too much yeah I, I, think, <laughs> I think I mean I just think a lot of the things luckily for me most of my like kind of hard life lessons I learned pretty young so I didn't have to go through too much later on hardship stuff to sort of learn it I'm not. I'm not too big on this like introspective like. Hey, you know? I I I said the same thing to Eric and everybody else that, like, there are things that we've edited out when Hannah asks me questions. I'm uh-huh. like, stop the recording. <laughs> I that was way tougher than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. We need to edit that. Well, I mean, like, I can't even remember what I like did last week. So how am I gonna remember like my life lesson from age 18? How many miles did you run last week? Total. Yeah. Uh, probably, I don't know the total. Uh, I don't believe that you don't know. I can <laughs> I could go back and add it up. I can't remember what I ate last week. Tofu. You <laughs> set me up for that. <laughs> no. You I, didn't eat tofu last week? No, we did at some point. Yeah. I like how you keep... So you actually... This is funny because you keep bringing up tofu on the podcast. And it keeps being brought up with Jesse's name. Cause he I know. It, because he made it. It was great. Yeah, he did a great job. Yeah. And he made it. But I just the listeners don't really know why the tofu was made. The tofu was Dillon. made for Wes. It was made for Wes. So that he her. didn't starve. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And it was delicious. So Wes, how long have you been? You're a vegan. I am a vegan. <laughs> You're a vegan. And Molly you do and CrossFit. Are literally a lot of the people in the world's worst yes, nightmare. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> how long have the two of you, Molly and you, been vegan now? Vegetarian, like four years. Okay. It was when we were in South Dakota, and that was t- start of 2017. 2020. Yeah, so we're right on four years of making the switch to vegetarian, and then pretty soon after that, I went vegan first, and then Molly followed along. What made you make the decision? Love for animals, 
first. Okay. Um, but and part of that was because where we were in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, there's a bunch of pork factories. Oh yeah, I remember and, you saying uh, that. Yeah, it just you, it's not fun. You, and Molly would like drive from Sioux Falls to this little town in Iowa and pass all the pig farms and like, you know, you just you start thinking, do I have to to do this? And so then that's when we made the decision to go vegetarian. How difficult was it in the beginning? Not as hard as we thought it was going to be. Yeah? Once we figured out that you didn't have to follow, like, meat, vegetable, carb, and we started doing more, like, one-dish things, mm -hmm. it became a lot easier. Yeah. No regrets? No regrets. Any big struggles? Things that you miss? We're in the middle of the gym, so it's not like you can go get them right now. Yeah, <laughs> not... No, not really. Um, a lot of... It's the the hardest part is just learning how to read ingredients, like kind of figuring out where you can go. Um, but it ends up being you end up making a lot of stuff yourself, which is mm -hmm. healthier in the long run anyway. So, yeah. So, are you guys still like? Do you do all your shopping at King Supers, or is there a place that makes this easier for you? We do a lot at King Supers. Okay. It's kind of a mix. I mean, we get a lot of stuff at Costco. Yeah, like, they even sell big packs of tofu now. Um, but then a mix, uh, sprouts a lot. Okay. Sprouts has some um, good stuff. But I mean, most of the stuff is, you know, we're talking lentils and beans sure. and rice and stuff that everybody normally eats. Yep. 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 That's, yeah, that's good for you. I think I would struggle with it. I'm nowhere near as disciplined when it comes to my eating as I know you and Molly are. Um, and like I think Hannah could do it. Uh -huh. If Hannah did it, then I would just do it. Right. Because Hannah's like dropping snacks off for me and like <laughs> So it's her fault. Oh, I'm not saying her oh, fault, okay. but okay. I mean it could That's... be. If yeah. If I if like a doctor told me I needed to do it, I would need Hannah on yeah. my side. I'm not trying to push it on anybody. No, if, well, I know. But that. if people do have questions, you can definitely ask me about it. Yes. Because there's, what, was there anything very strange to you when you were learning to read these ingredients better that you were like, you've got to be kidding me. We can't eat this anymore. Yeah. Just the amount of stuff that has gelatin. That's what I thought you were going to say. Gelatin. And then at first it's kind of changed, but at first we had to worry about food coloring because they used to like ground up beetles for one of the reds. Wow. And so trying to be true vegan, you're not eating any animal. Sure. And who wants to eat bugs anyway? Yeah. Um, but just the amount of stuff that like had gelatin, any marshmallow type based thing is going to have gelatin. And so, you know, some of your favorite cereals are, they're gone just like that because you can't eat them. So what cereal can you Cereal, eat? we're bringing yeah. it back. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Do you have a favorite cereal? Yes. What is it? Golden Grahams. And you can eat it. It's you not an issue. No, you know what sucks right now? They have the retro version so in the store it? and it's got honey in it. So I'm not, <laughs> I don't eat honey being a true vegan. And I can't have Golden Grams right now. And every store has the retro version. Because every store right now is pushing the retro version. If they push it well enough, maybe it just becomes the version again. Is that what you want? That's not what I want. <laughs> I don't eat Golden Grams. <laughs> well, what's your favorite cereal? Have you answered this? Oh, Fruity Pebbles. Oh, yeah, you said that. That's no. I, Molly likes Fruity Pebbles. That's not my style. I love Fruity Pebbles. That's no, not my style. Uh, well, let's not argue cereal. <laughs> It has to make an appearance on every single podcast. It's crazy how it yeah. does. That's awesome. I'm glad. <laughs> Thanks for doing that. Yeah, you're welcome. I would have had some upset listeners. Well, I think, actually, Molly was telling somebody in class how I'm, and maybe this is, we're going into a whole other realm. I eat cereal out of a cup. Really? Yeah. Always. My uncle did it, um, and I noticed it from a young age. And so it's amazing because it, it decreases the amount of surface area between the milk and the cereal. And what you can do... It's easy to take on the go. There's no spilling. Sure. Sometimes, though, you, you put too much cereal in, it's going to fall out, but that's why you have dogs. Mm -hmm. um, but because there's less milk touching the cereal, you can then push the cereal down into the milk, giving it that perfect, not soggy, See, not dry. You lost me. I like soggy. <laughs> so you're just eating like a soggy mess of I let it pebbles. get there. It's not like I sit it and push it's like, it down. It just, it's like fruity pebble sludge. I'm in no rush. Yes, that's probably a good way to put it though. So you I usually, you, you pour your cereal into the milk, you go like mow the lawn, you come back in, you eat it. Well, I don't know if I've ever gone that far. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely doing other things and then I'm like, okay, it's time to eat the cereal. Yeah, no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> um, how long have you and Molly been married? Uh, cool. Caught me. Five years. Okay. 
Five plus years. I, yeah, I thought it was very like Hannah and I are coming up on seven, and I think we're very, very close. I, I just almost forgot. The second you asked, I was like, uh, uh, it wasn't on the list. We actually <laughs> yesterday a Facebook post showed up on her memory thing, and it was the first day that I met her. And the reason we know this is because it was a going away party for her at the University of Kansas for her study abroad trip to Costa Rica. Ah. And we met at that party, and then I didn't see her for like seven months. You know, I was like, hey, nice to meet you. Because I knew somebody who knew her. I'd just gotten to Kansas as a transfer. Um, and then she studied abroad. And then when she came back is when we actually started talking. Okay. Like right away? Um, a few months after. Okay. Yeah, but pretty, yeah. Five pretty years. Soon. Five dogs? Five cats? Uh, yeah, right. Feels like it. Three dogs, one cat. Three dogs, one cat. Uh-huh. Awesome. Did you, and how long have you guys been in Colorado now? Uh, so we were here. And left for South Dakota for a year and then came back. So I first moved here in 2013. No. 1230. I guess it was. 14 <laughs> okay. or so. Like, yeah, it's been five or six. You six, had to seven. get it right? You think Molly would have told you you got it wrong? I don't, well, she she finished grad school. The first year I was here, she was still finishing grad school in Houston. So okay. we spent that year apart. Married? Uh, no. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. No. Her, right when she finished grad school is when I proposed. Gotcha. So how'd you do it? Uh, rented a vacation beach house on Galveston Island, um, and then we had just got one of our dogs. And he was a tiny little puppy, and I was like, "Let's go uh, for a sunrise beach walk." But if anybody knows me, they probably never see me wear pants. <laughs> um, I wear shorts, to be clear. No, I gotcha. Okay. And I, and I think I know where this is going, and so that's where do funny. you put a ring box yeah. in basketball shorts? Oh, that's um, funny. And so what I did was I tucked it into the waistband. Sure, yeah. But I was, like, walking around all funny the whole morning because I'm trying to not let this fall out fall, of the yeah. pants or just even show because if I stand up straight, you're going to see it. Um, so, yeah, it was a pretty funny morning, me, like – kind of rushing her out the door because at some point the night before she was like well why don't we go for a walk at sunset i was like no we're gonna go tomorrow morning <laughs> we're taking the dog tomorrow morning and then we actually we got to the beach and I'm, i've got the ring still in the waistband and i'm like a, i found the spot where i'm gonna kneel and um little gus the dog decides he's gonna poop right there so um cleaned up the poop I said, we can leave the bag here. Let's continue walking a little bit. We'll get it on the way back. And then I had to do it like maybe 30 <laughs> yards down from where the original spot was going to be. That's so, great. Yeah, it was great. Oh, that's a, that's a good proposal story. Yeah. 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 Basketball shorts really, really go into it. Yeah, no, that makes As soon as you said that, I knew. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Where would you put that? Where yeah. do you put it? All right. Let's move on to some, I think, should be significantly easier questions. All right. Here we go. So the fitness ones. What is your favorite exercise? I think you know the answer. Power planes? No. Does does running count? Oh, no. I know. People yeah, are going to hate me. Counts. People, are gonna, people are going to hate me. No. But running is probably my favorite exercise. What's your least favorite exercise? Any squat. Any yeah, thruster. I think, I'd say, I think thruster, I would have known that more than squat. Like, why are we doing this? How did I'm so you... bad at it. <laughs> That's funny. How did you find out about Pick It Up? I always... Saw on Powers, the little billboard. Um, so I kind of knew where the, like once, I guess this is maybe, this kind of goes into more of like how I figured out about CrossFit first. Um, was always sort of aware of the gyms in town, but never like took the plunge of like, let's go be a member, let's go, sure. let's go do this. Um, but started doing kind of like CrossFit type stuff at home or at CC on our own. Um, so I was kind of dragging Molly into all of this. Sure. Um, and then actually before I sent the email to you, it was because Molly told me to send it because she had just come back from a work trip to Miami and what Wadapalooza, which is a big CrossFit competition happened to be going on when she was down there and she actually went and she was like, if you were here, you would love this. Like, you've got to get more involved with actual a gym. Sure. Um, and so when she came back, she was like, email, like, do whatever you got to do. And that's when I emailed you. So I found out about it. I mean, my first time walking in was, I, I can remember it because I'm it was pretty when sure. we met, right? Yeah, and I think yeah. it was like a, it was afternoon. But I think 4.30 was about to start. Yeah, and 
might have been like Jeff or something. But everybody, I didn't know where to stand. That was like the worst part. So I come in the door, and I like I stood, like you know where the ch- like the computer normally yeah. stays. I like stood right next to it. You were already like making it look like you were in charge of the room. No, but I didn't know, <laughs> so I didn't know where to go because I didn't want to. Like, because you were doing something like finishing up a session. I think I was you were like, session. "I'll be with you a little bit," and I'm like, "Cool." That's your impression of me. Moving on. Yeah, Wait, you were yeah. just I'll be with you a little bit. <laughs> I was like, "Cool." And then I stood there, but everybody was getting ready for class, and they're doing, like, their normal, like, kind of getting in their spots and, like, grabbing stuff. And they're probably just looking at me like, what's this guy doing? Like, he's standing in our way. <laughs> uh, like, I could have gone to this other side, but I don't think you had that table set up at the time. That table's been there for years. I don't know. How long ago was that? We're coming up on, like, a year? Yeah, I think it's pretty close to a year, at least when the email was sent. Um, and then I kind of had those meetings with you. I think we then like started coming in for workouts maybe February last year. Yeah, it's got to be really good. I mean, because you were here like just before the shutdown, which is almost at a year. Yep, I had like a couple weeks. Okay. Um, that's crazy. That was a fast year. Yes. Right? Yes. And especially when you consider we were closed for two uh-huh. of those months. Um, okay, so what would you say? Do you have any advice for anyone looking to start working out, start their fitness journey? Yeah, so the, the easy answer is just do it, Nike. Just, yep. do it. just start, like you have to start with something, um, but kind of diving into that a little bit more, it's don't wait for everything to be perfect before you start. So what do you mean by that? Doesn't have to be Monday, doesn't have to be the first of the month. Um, you don't have to be in a, at a certain level of fitness before you start. Um, you know, just kind of telling people like, hey, if that's Thursday, January 20th, and that's your first day that you start a plan, that's awesome. Just, and you have no experience, that's awesome. Start that day. Um, because then, at, you know, by December of that year, if you had started on that day versus waiting till February 1st or waiting till things got perfect, you have that many more days and experience under your belt. Perfect. And I bet you many people that are listening to this have asked that one question because we get it a ton. You know, do I need to be in shape to start this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we that's asked at least once a week here, right? And it's no, we're gonna meet you where you are and get you going in the right direction. Yep, all right, let's really wrap it up now. Okay, what are you reading right now? I'm kind of reading um, a Michael Crichton book. So, Michael Crichton is author going back to Jurassic Park. Um, he wrote Jurassic Park, but he passed away a few years ago, um, and he had several books that were sort of halfway done. And so I'm reading the, um, I think it's called The Evolution of the Andromeda Strain, which is a sequel to one of his first books. But it's finished by another author, but has hints of Michael Crichton built in. And what do you mean you're kind of reading it? I'm kind of reading because when I open a book at night and read, I maybe get through four pages before falling asleep. Oh, okay. So, sure. Yeah, I could see that. So it, um, it takes me forever to actually read a book. How long do you think? It couple might, months it might take me half the half the year just to get through this unless i have some like where i'm going off to some beach sure. or whatever like i can actually or like maybe a plane or something but that's not really on the horizon right now okay um, whereas molly can kind of sit around like on a saturday and read um if i do that i will fall asleep so she's a big reader yeah she's she's just a lot better at getting through I heard you kind of talking with Hannah last time about how she can get through books pretty fast. That's ridiculous. And, and Molly's kind of, if she has the time, um, she can definitely get through those books pretty fast. Okay. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, Hannah changes books like she changed, like I change channels on the TV sometimes. <laughs> uh-huh. She finishes a chapter and goes to the next one. Uh-huh. How can we best support you right now? As an employee? Yeah. So I think... Um, what kind of comes to my mind is is sort of behind the scenes stuff that maybe our members don't see but just with the programming um that we're following right now as coaches we get a lot of videos and notes and ideas um, from the actual program itself um, for ideas on how to coach how to do something better how to how to address class and i think that's a huge that was a huge step because i think when we first when first started some of that maybe wasn't there and i think that really has helped you know, I can't speak for Dane and Jesse, but I think it's definitely made me a better coach coming in and this being my first experience, you know, coaching at a, a gym like this. Um, so I just say continue with, obviously continue with the programming, continue with what we're doing. But then if you guys have other ways to, to make us better coaches, because that, I mean, this is, this is all about the members. We want mm-hmm. them to have the best experience. So I can't, 
every single time I come in, give the exact same cue on a squat, give the exact same cue on a deadlift. We have to come up in different ways to reach all of our athletes and to coach and to make sure that they're having fun, but also, you know, getting fitter. Yep, um, making healthier. progress. So we definitely want those things to happen. But I would just say whatever ideas you and Hannah have of make us better. Okay. They can like they can't see my face right now, but I already started my wheels are spinning. Challenge extended and accepted. I like that answer. Yep. All right, let's Here's the last one. You are trapped in a foxhole. Who would you want there to help get you out? Who are you trusting the most? So, Eric kind of went the route I was going where it was like if I'm in an actual foxhole, I need a beast to get me out of this <laughs> okay. foxhole. And he went Matt Frazier, and I wouldn't even go with Matt Frazier. I'd go with, like, Rambo. Sure. Like, he's actually going to save me. <laughs> um, my grandma's not going to save me from a foxhole. So, um, but you seem to be going more on, like, just this is a metaphor. Yeah. Not yeah, an yeah. actual foxhole. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then I have three people in my life that I'm going to call if something hard is going on. Molly, I won't even have to call her. She's there. Go to Molly. Go to my friend Tino. Constantino. That's right. Um, and then my dad. Where does your dad live now? My, well, funny story. <laughs> he just moved from Corpus Christi back to Bartlesville, Oklahoma. But he's, I just talked to him yesterday, so this is new information left over from the podcast. Yeah. Um, there's some problem with too much dust in the house that he bought. And so he's actually planning on selling it. Right now he's back in Katy, Texas, which is near Houston, at my grandpa's house. Um, and he doesn't know where he's going to go next, whether that's another house in Bartlesville or maybe he'll move to wow. Colorado. I don't know. My, my dad's kind of been moving around a lot since he retired. Sure. Hasn't found really his spot. But as of two days ago, it was, he lives in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. And as of yesterday, it's, I don't know. Wow. I did not know that was going to be the answer. Yep. Awesome. Anything else you want to add? We hope he gets his situation settled. I do too. <laughs> so I can go visit. <laughs> but he has to be somewhere for us to visit. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? No, I think that's it. Awesome. Thank you for your time, Wes. Yep, thanks. Once again, thank you for listening to the Pick It Up podcast. Please remember that we do these shows for you. So if there is ever anything that you would like us to cover, don't be shy. Just let us know. We will talk to you next week.